Welcome to Time for 13 in 13. We are here to talk about the next episode of the Doctor Who, Kerblam! Episode 7 of the Which, series. That sounds like an alternate title. Oh, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> that would be something we would come up with, right? Kerblam! <laughs> Kerblam! Yeah. It's, we have a hyphen in there. So exactly. uh, with me as always is Rob. Hey! Hey, all right. Let's, let's, we got, we're as, uh, let's see, for, uh, for those of you who are just joining us, uh, we're going to talk about the newest episode of Doctor Who in and only in 13 minutes. So we're going to get down to business. So, all right. So here we go. So Kerblam, AKA. Okay. So I could have gone easy journey into the Amazon. Nah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But no, no, that's not, that's not good enough. Right. And then I <laughs> that, thought well, maybe, maybe I'll do something crazy like under siege three prime annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> I like the prime. And That's then, yeah, good. the prime, right? I had to get in the prime, right? Uh-huh. Delivery in two days for free. Um, uh-huh. And then I was like, well, maybe, maybe we call it the bubble wrap murders. Oh, sure. okay. But I ended up with mm-hmm. Charlie and the minority organics factory. Oh, ah, okay. Right. All right. All right. I'm unpacking that. All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No pun intended. Unpacking. <laughs> um, okay. So this one and by, okay, and here's the deal. I think we, we both are very, very entertained, very happy by this episode. Yes. This is the shortest plot summary I've ever written. Oh yeah. I say you could really just do one, two, three on it. So here, go for here it. it. Here it is. The doctor and crew journey to an intergalactic online retailer in search of an SOS author and find a love-struck corporate terrorist at the heart of a misguided plot to save humanity from a life of artificial charity. Oh, okay. Boom, done. Yeah. That's, that's the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. That pretty, that pretty much sums it all up, too. I, you know, I really like how they did this, how they, how they structured the story, because, boy, I... Did not know where they were going. Yeah, like I right. really, it really was a nice mystery because, like, I, about halfway through, I kind of figured out, like, I'm like, oh, you know who wrote "Help Me"? It was the system. Like, it's it's Kerblam. It's the you know it's the Kerblam system. That's who's asking for help. And I turned out, I'm like, oh yeah, I was right. Well, isn't it? It's interesting. Okay, so you know, everybody, I, I went into this one and heard online people were just in love with this episode. Right. Like that's what I heard from a lot lot of love in it. Lots of love. People are like, oh, wow. Right. And I've got a couple things I would say about it. But the one thing I'm surprised is everybody focused in on the anti-capitalism, whatever Mm. you want to say. I think it was much more of I think the much more subtler message was, hey, and you know, if you don't if you don't if you don't check your ethics on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. the AI's ethics are actually greater than the human ones. Yeah. That was true. It was a much, much more nuanced message, I think, in this. So, yeah, I really thought, like, like like you're saying that they were going to go right for Amazon and and a really so you could make some really strong points about how Amazon does business, Um, but they didn't really go that way. No, no. They they actually, I thought it was really refreshing that the middle management were not the bad guys. And even though you made, and even though they were made to think like, what was yes. it? The, the guy, okay. The best character name ever, Jarvis Slade. <laughs> like, um, such the sleazy middle manager. And I, and I guess I can say this. I mean, just, you know, what a dick. I mean, uh-huh. like, <laughs> you're just like, wow, dude. Right. And, like, and they play, the guy plays it really well. Like uh-huh. I hate that guy. And then you find out, well, no, actually he's not the problem. Yeah. He actually was trying to do his in his own way, trying to figure out what was going on and help. So no, yeah, I, I, I like the, the it's it's this this season of Doctor Who has a very blue collar feel to it, and I like that. 
And I like because they're, they're sort of on the side because, you know, Ryan's like, yeah, this was my job. This is what I did. Right. Like, this is exactly it. I was another I was a cog in the machine, just like the rest of these people. The, um, you know, char- you know character wise, we had, uh, you know, Ryan, all the, the companions, I think, get a good skip. Each get some good moments. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I love, though, that I will say that, I mean, I, I see this as the turning point in the series. And we've had a lot of nice, really great episodes. But this is the turning point where it really feels like classic Doctor Who since the reboot. Like that opening for me, that opening that opening five minutes. (laughs) I love in the TARDIS. I want more of in the TARDIS. Yeah. When she gets the mail and you have flashbacks to the doctor's wife where he gets the little message. And then when she opens it up and it's a fez, which that was such a nice callback. Well, okay, but but I mean like the, but I mean like is the insinuation that the the AI knew the doctor and thought that this would be an interesting callback? I mean like was that the in, in, implication? I don't know. I, I I was wondering about that too. Or is it that because she said she doesn't didn't remember ordering it, but then she said, but then it might not have it might not have been. You know, it might have been an earlier incarnation kind of thing. I can't remember the exact Because, because is, I but. thought they had such – and I maybe this would have been too pandering. But, man, when she puts the fez on and I wanted her to look at like Graham and go, you know, I think I'd like to get some fish sticks and custard. And, like, <laughs> and I would have loved to have seen Graham's face like, what is wrong with you? Or is it like – or is it that the Kerblam system – knew that fezes were something that the doctor liked because of her profile. Right. That's you know, what I'm thinking. Like basically, oh, you like these, things, and I'm going to send you one, you know, so I can sneak my note in as well. See, no, that's, I mean, like that was so, and, like, and I'm almost, I was almost a little sad that there wasn't more, there wasn't a resolution to that because that was mm. so obvious if you're, you know, if you're paying attention, obviously to the yeah. show for a while. And, and plus you get this episode, we get a very, we get a great callback to the unicorn and the wasp. Yeah, <laughs> she, I mean, like, that was funny. Fantastic reference. I mean, because we haven't had very many of the references to the last ten seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, even callbacks to the series, like she she does the what is it the Venusian Aikido? Uh-huh. I love that. Right? I love. I mean, that. no, and and then I love the line. Okay, this is this is actually really cool. Where she does the line of some of my some of my best friends are robots. Yeah, canine the handles <laughs> chameleon like. The chameleon's a, a classic Who reference, in case you're yes, wondering. Yes, that, that uh, he was created of the fifth Doctor. Fifth doctor. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, I loved, I just, this felt, just because, I guess because it opened in the TARDIS, and there was just, it just felt like, this felt so, this felt like, like I said, it was it was definitely the midpoint, it almost felt like what it should be, the midpoint of the series, where, hey, we've wanted to get you on board to know that we're doing something different. Mm-hmm. This is now, this is now just comfort food. This episode yeah. was the comfort food so far of the series. Hmm, okay, I can see that. Um, I, I like you said though. I, I think that they gave everybody a chance to do this stuff too. Like they got assigned to their jobs, and oh, Ryan's yeah. a little annoyed that he has to do the same thing again. And Graham, of course, that has to become a janitor. But Fantastic. then, but that, but he didn't like sulk the whole time. Like he, he went, he really got into it that time, and then made friends with a guy who ended up turning, you know, turning to be an evil guy. But you know, what are you gonna do? And and we do take a little bit of a page from Moffat about taking something ordinary and turning it into a murder. Yeah, lab. yeah, the bubble wrap. I, as soon as they had all this bubble wrap on there, I'm like, ah, there's going to be something with that. I just didn't know what it was. And like, oh, it turns out there's explosives in the bubble wrap. Yeah, I I, I did I did find that interesting. Music again, though, music mm. is fantastic. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about the design of the uh, Kerblam Man, mostly because it looked so derivative of other things we've seen before yes completely uh, i mean it really looked i mean looked just like the the smilers i guess the from the uh starship uh britain like the 
Oh, right. Um, I'm probably screwing this all up, but uh, the, the beast below. The, beast below. The beast below. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they're 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 fate. Where they turn. These these were these were a bit of a cross though with that and C3PO. Yeah. Yeah, the glowing eyes was good too, especially yeah. when they would flicker and they would turn to something else. No, I thought that you know what design was good again. Characters, I mean, I this was good in that, you know, I know I know people have been watching this whole series and you're thinking, oh, you know, is there is there a lot of uh, statements about the state of society and mm. you know all these different types of things? I think this was good that you did have a you did have a a, a turn a twist uh-huh. and and it and and again, Doctor, uh, you know the the guy doesn't get saved either. Yeah. He has tried. A, has tried and she tried. Okay, we're uh, done. <laughs> yeah, and and it was also a, a good that when they when the final villain was revealed and he's uh, you know says like this is why I did the kind of stuff. It's one of these where you go, oh yeah, you know that actually you got kind of got a good point. He's he's got that uh, little bit of the Killmonger thing where you're like, right, you know, the guy's got a point. Yeah, we've created we've created this problem that has that right. has made you put this. And, and I thought- it's like it's, it's it's always to get that far. Then like, and that's why people need to die. Like, okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, had right. me until no, that. Stop. Oh, and then and then Kira, who's such a great character. Oh her, yeah, her death. Her, well, that was dark. Mm-hmm. Like dark and slightly disturbing. <laughs> yeah, like that was really. I was surprised. I really thought I thought they were going to go with that. When they when they had shown all of the Kerblam men, that those I thought those were the people. Like they were somehow there's something that was in there was gonna. I thought that actually my this is my dark side. I thought the bubble wrap was going to leap out onto her face oh. and transform her into one of them. And so, oh, that's where they're getting the delivery men from. They're actually bioorganic. They're converting the workers into drones. Oh, but they decided really to do it a different way. Really That's pretty dark, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm like, I'm like, she opened it up and she's leaning in, and the thread. I'm like, no, no, please don't do this. Oh, that's <laughs> and good. they didn't. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I think um, uh, phrases of the episode. Um, mm, yeah. I did have okay. So <laughs> there's a lot. There was actually a lot of good stuff, but I just picked three. Um, Ryan before he pulls his Han Solo jumping down the trash chute. Uh-huh. Um, I should let you know I have a coordination problem. <laughs> really, he does. He's got such great stuff. I mean, he, and that guy's doing. He's delivering his lines well. He's just great. Um, yeah. I love the Doctor ever hidden in a paneled alcove. That seemed completely <laughs> random uh, and good, but, but by far Dan, who that was horrible. By the way, Dan Cooper. That's the guy who's working with. Um, with Yaz at the very beginning. Okay. And he has the comment about, yeah, he was a pole dancer till his hips gave out. Uh-huh. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like Basil, you know, who was the, the robot. I'm like, what? Yeah. They had that, uh, they had that, uh, you know, one day away from retirement thing. This is, he's telling his story and he talks to he's like, Oh my locket. Like it's, it'll, it'll, it's as long as me. And I'm like, Oh yeah, he's toast. Oh yeah, I didn't know it was <laughs> going to be like that. That was a little. That was a little. Again, that was a. We definitely are getting also too. I think the the scares are getting a little bit uh, more surreal and mm-hmm. maybe a combination of that, like real and surreal. Um, and and this doctor really loves her psychic paper. Oh yeah, well the psychic paper's been coming around a lot. Well, the doc with the sonic screwdriver and the sonic paper is like if, if you took those, they have to do an episode where she has neither, like literally <laughs> yeah. nothing. Take the coat and boom, right. we're done, and that's it. Oh, we're running out of time. Oh my god! Wow, can't write. Okay, so uh, final thoughts. Um, I like it. It was creepy. Uh, mm-hmm. ha- it makes a lot of legitimate points about ethics, the ethics of work, and how we handle the future. Um, and enjoyed it. And I love that opening. That opening just made me feel totally at home. 
mashed potatoes and roast beef. It was delicious. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I I had so much fun with this episode. Twirly, we didn't even mention Twirly. Uh, and and uh, I I love how in how uh, intricate they made Kerblam, and they yes. get to show you all the different pieces yes. of it too. Like it's, it was a, even you could, even though they kept the cast small, you could tell this was like just this this giant organization, and they thought they really thought it out very very well. So it's very good. So, all right. So that's, that was our discussion of Kerblam. Uh, so we'll be back next time uh, to talk about uh, our uh, next episode, The Witch Finders. Mm. Oh, wait, I forgot. Uh, our, our ranking. Sorry. Oh, hey, wait. <laughs> before we go. Whoa. Before, before we go. <laughs> um, yeah, rank it. So we're going to put it at, um, uh, we're going to put it at a uh, four out of five, which yeah. would be. Fantastic. So there. Now we've done all our stuff. There we now are. we can go. And this is why uh, this is this is the power of editing or lack thereof. All right. See you next time. Bye.